This is the Digital Savage with me, John Savage. Um, Alright, this is a big topic and I'm just bringing in some big guns so it's not just me talking and that is to talk to you about brand safety. So one of the big issues we get with like brands trying to get into the podcasting space is what do we do if A, the podcaster swears, B, the podcaster gets into trouble. Um, I've had the fortune, misfortune of working with one of the legends, Mac G, who I love working with but uh, we find ourselves in a lot of hot water a lot. And so we've actually explored the barrels all the way up to the top of what is brand safety. How do you protect a brand who is coming into an unregulated environment? Podcasts don't have a BCCA commission that can, um, you know, you can hold somebody accountable. The podcasters themselves in the podcasting space are the channel. So, um, you know, DJ Fresh is the SABC. So he's regulated by himself. And while we're in this regulated environment where brands are starting to spend money in this space, it's in both the interest of all the podcasters and brands to feel protected. And inside this, there's a lot of legal um, guidelines and also ethical guidelines. So we thought it would be really important to start sort of unpacking what are the legal ways to protect oneself as a brand, as a podcaster? What does this unregulated, nuanced space actually look like? What is possible? And how does everybody... Uh, enter into an agreement that will both end well for everybody in the space. So we wanted to bring in the big guns here to answer the big questions. We reached out to entertainment legal specialists legalese. Their website is right here if you want to check them out. We went to the big guy himself, Eitan Stern, to talk about what are the legal foundations and parameters you can put in for podcasting. Check it out. Good afternoon. I'm Eitan Stern. I'm the Managing Director of Legalese. I'm a commercial and entertainment lawyer by training. So this is a pretty interesting question. With, with all legal questions, we start at the source, which is the law. And in this case, we start even higher than that. We start with the Constitution, the freedom of expression. So Section 16 of the Constitution guarantees us all freedom of expression, which includes the freedom of press and other media. It includes the, the ability to spread information and ideas and includes the freedom of artistic creativity. So that's important to know. In South Africa, we can say what we want. We have free speech, which is a democratic gift to all of us. But there are limits. And your right to freedom of expression um, doesn't extend to propaganda for war, um, incitement of violence or advocacy of hate based on race, ethnicity, gender, or, or, or other, other things. So while we can say what we want, um, we can't say things which cause harm or violence to others. And as the famous saying goes, my right to swing my fist ends where your face begins. So as a starting point, it's important to know that there's nothing illegal with being controversial. We're allowed to be controversial. And the biggest risk involved in working with people who you're paying to have opinions and a microphone is they may say something which the pitchfork yielding masses may find offensive. And the problem with the pitchfork yielding masses is that they are also the people that buy your products. So if you're working with podcasters or influencers or any person to promote your brand, how do you go about protecting yourself from a legal perspective? Um, should there be something which goes wrong with your relationship with your podcast or influencer? And the answer is found in contract. So you need a good sponsorship agreement or service agreement to protect your brand and set up boundaries of the relationship with your podcaster or influencer. Basically, 
what your podcaster can do and what they can't do and how you get out of the relationship if you want to. So there's some tools which you can use here. So firstly, your contract needs to include a termination clause, right? You need to reserve the right to terminate the contract if need be. This can't be vague, doesn't have to be equal. A brand needs to reserve the right to terminate the agreement if they see fit and ensure that they don't pay a hefty penalty for terminating early. Next, you could also have some form of an ethics clause, right? And this sets up expectations of how you want your podcaster to act or not act when you're working with them. So if you're running a family brand, you may not want them speaking about non-family activities on the podcast. If you're running an alcohol brand, you may not want the person that you're hiring to promote your brand to be drunk and disorderly in public. It's just going to affect you badly. And you can add things like this into your contract to ensure that the agreement can be terminated, potentially with a penalty against the podcaster, if the podcaster breaches it. And lastly, you can include a confidentiality clause. And this is the biggest risk in working with someone with a platform is that they can use the platform not to promote you, but to harm you. So it's crucial to include provisions that ensure that the details of your relationship remain confidential, that they can't use the platform to promote uh, uh, what's happening when the dispute between you and garner attention on their side. And they need to be bound by confidentiality, not to disclose the details of payments or disputes or anything between you guys if it arises. And again, ideally, it's important to ensure that there are penalties and specific penalties if they breach that. Then, of course, there's the question of whether this is fair in law, whether it is fair to bind someone to clauses like this. And from my perspective, it is. If you want total freedom of expression, you can have it. Just don't accept money from brands for your podcast. And many people forget this, but whatever they say, um, but many people forget this, but one can say whatever they want to say until it reaches the proverbial face of sponsorship money. So that's about it. Um, obviously, there's a lot more that goes into to finding a relationship between a podcaster and a brand. It can be a beautiful relationship if it's detailed beautifully in a contract that both parties understand what they're getting into and what this relationship involves. So I can answer that as best as I can. And my answer might not satisfy everyone because unfortunately, while I would want lawyers to be all powerful, we are limited to some extent in what we can achieve. So the reality is that the reason people want to work with podcasters is because they garner an audience and it's their controversial nature, which garners that big audience. So brand to step into that realm, you're stepping, stepping into a risky space. And that's not something anyone can help. That's the nature of this game. Big risk, big reward. So then how would you protect against that? Well, for one, you need to build that relationship with the podcaster, right? Like anyone that you work with, you need to ensure that they have the same ethical value, values that you do to understand, well, what is going to be, you know, the freedom of expression, raw nerve, like edgy aspect, and what's going to be the commercial side of the whole thing. And not every podcaster is going to be able to get that. Some people in this world, you know, you get the Sid Vicious's of the world and you get the Bonos. Like some people are very uncontrolled and makes them brilliant. And some people are like very good at playing the the industry game and also makes them brilliant. So I think for one, it's important to know who you're working with. And then secondly, you got to define the stuff in contract because once you're paying someone money, they have certain obligations to you. And so you need to ensure that those obligations are down on paper and that there are penalties and consequences that can happen if they don't live up to those obligations.
And then outside of that, you know, of course, you've got the means of resolving disputes through litigation and whatnot, which I really don't recommend getting to. So, you know, understand who you're dealing with and get a good contract in place, which has exit provisions and penalties if it doesn't go right. Cool. So that was Eitan Stern from Legalese, uh, giving like from a legal perspective, what you can do to protect yourself, what brands can do and how we can create an environment that works for everybody. Go to Legalese's website if you want to know more about them. They also have their own podcast called The Legalese Big Fish Stories, which is really cool. They've got some uh, really big names on that podcast, which is really awesome. If you want to reach out to me, John Savage, I do one-on-one -on -one consulting to help any brand or person get from zero to hero into full monetization or even building a business around podcasting. For that, you can see in the link in the description or if you go to my Instagram at John Savage, there's a link in the bio there. Till next time, hiya! Oh, madness, my friend.